Brexit means Brexit. We're going to build the wall. It's going to be built. The secretary gave alternative facts. Welcome to episode 67 of the Gristle Digest, the podcast that has more unreasonable expectations than a Brexiteer at an EU-funded orgy. Uh, today is the 19th of November 2018 and my name is Robson and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? I'll do, I'll do. Yeah, none too bad, mate. None too bad as we, we face this brave new world that's in front of us. So I'm uh, trying yeah. to do it all with a smile. Although it seems like we're just going to be facing the same brave new world for another two years, which is oh yeah, of, it's good. Uh, it's gonna, I'm looking. I've really enjoyed the last way. two years. So yeah. I'm, if anything, two years isn't quite long enough for this bollocks. It's not so, so much a cliff edge, is it? Is as it is like standing fifty meters away from the cliff edge and just like screaming whilst mm. walking really slowly towards it. Which is well, I think I think the weird. dying metaphor has sort of changed from going off a cliff edge to now it's just a, a lingering, painful disease. Yeah, uh, slowly Roll. put us out of our misery. Isn't rolling no, no... down a yeah, rolling down a hill, gentle hill into the sea. <laughs> In 18, 18 months' time, we'll be welcoming cliff edges. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What I wouldn't do for a little cliff edge right about now. <laughs> well, uh, top stories this week, Paul. Um, May announces hard-fought Brexit agreement that is immediately torn to shreds, mostly by her own party. Um, it was not hard to. It was hard not to have some sympathy. Uh, for Cruella de May <laughs> this week <laughs> and she stood up and announced that she had finally arrived at a deal with the EU for Britain's disastrous with- withdrawal. Uh, she was of course tasked with the impossible by her Brexit cabinet with everyone demanding that Britain had its cake and ate it and some even asking her to move the Alps to the UK too. Uh, needless to say as the details of May's un- agreement un- unfolded uh, the sheer impossibility of her task became kick you in the ball baggingly clear. Um, fortunately for May, all those Brexiteers who had hounded her for the last two years, screaming at her to flex muscles she simply didn't have, stuck by her as she delivered what is arguably the shittest agreement of all time, given what we already have. <laughs> no, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, they didn't. They scarpered like shit-eating, shit-eating, shit-fleeing rats. <laughs> that they are. Um, but as I say, and to be fair to the rats, uh, May's deal has turned out to be tantamount to leaving a gym while still agreeing to use and pay for the gym, whilst not being able to look at other gyms and not having a say in how the gym is run. Um, but <laughs> given the complete impossibility of May's task, which was essentially somehow replicate the benefits of the EU out without any of the costs, uh, the shit deal is the best she will ever get. Um, to- next story, Paul. Um Ooh. Tories show resilience and patriotic metal uh, by resigning in their droves the moment that shit gets real. Um, In a display of resilience that would have made a Vichy Frenchman proud, (laughs) the Tories responsible for leading Britain into a fisting of a Brexit all resigned from the government within a day of the deal being announced. Uh, In total, nine cabinet ministers resigned, all decrying May's supposed betrayal uh, in failing to deliver the impossible. Um, former Brexit Secretary Dominic Raab was first to go, uh, denouncing the deal as being rather like his character in that he had serious flaws. Um, <laughs> Esther McVeigh quickly followed, uh, but though no one gave a shit about what she said. Uh, by the time <laughs> the weekend had closed in, May had lost more ministers in 36 hours than Cameron had shat out over five years. 
Um, <laughs> but the resignations were denounced by almost all of the nation's papers, including the Daily Mail, uh, which ran a headline calling the resigning MPs preening. Uh, but preening or not, the Brexiteers vow to fight on, with Jacob Rees-Mogg's ERG drawing up French invasion plans as we speak. Um, final story, Paul. Um, Trump certain that California fires are nothing to do with climate change and everything to do with crooked Hillary. Um <laughs> Okay, fine. He didn't actually say that, but in denying the role of reading between the lines, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) in the devastating fires that are ripping through California right now, he may as well have done. Uh, Instead, he berated the state's forest rangers because, in truth, it really is Yogi and Boo Boo's fault, uh, not the suffocating weight of CO2 in the atmosphere. Well, over a thousand people remain uh, missing in California, and 77 are confirmed to have lost their lives in the most deadly natural disaster to hit the state in decades. Uh, but of course, it's got fuck all to do with climate change. Nothing to do with the fact that, according to NASA, the current level of CO2 in the atmosphere is nearly double the highest amount it's ever been in the last 400,000 years, or that the five, five warmest years on record have come in the last six years, or that the only people who don't believe this is happening are at best cunts, uh, at worst inbred shit-eating pedos with a penchant hoppy for OAP molestation and a tendency to kick babies in the face. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry BBC if that isn't balanced climate change discussion, but enough They'll have Steve Bannon on to put you right, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And finally, Paul. Jacob Rees-Mogg suffers a mild bout of Cornish fisherman's tongue. They're the ones who are are in the briny, so to speak. Arsene Wenger refuses to talk about Peter Andre and Katie Price. I don't comment on that. Uh, Do I need to say it again? And a ragger music fan inadvertently attends a Melania Trump speech. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. We love you too. We'll start with May's Brexit agreement. Uh, what do you make of all of it, Paul? Well, it's. Um, I mean, it was inevitable, right? It was. This was. This was kind of always going to be the deal, right? We were left with basically whatever the EU tell us to do, and <laughs> um, we because we need access to those markets yeah. to survive. Or we go fuck ourselves with a WTO. Yeah, so it, it was. It was no, actually, no real surprises it wasn't, was in it? the deal. No, if, if I, my only surprise was I thought I actually thought we would do a little bit better. Hey, right. I can't believe I can't believe well, I'm actually saying. To be that, honest, like given this government, but I thought there is there's the mildest, mildest whiff of truth to the. You know, we're a good customer, effectively. Yeah, the EU is twenty eight businesses you know yeah. who all rely on each other we're a great account people don't want to lose. no no right but <laughs> but to be fair look th- th- well yeah. i think as well like they th- you know it is just the terms of the withdrawal it's actually not the free yeah, trade agreement true. so yeah that is yet to come and and you know as you say like we, th- that is where britain as a customer is is effectively going to be dealt with in in the context of that free trade mm. agreement which they've now got whatever two years or something to a year and a half or something to to try and negotiate but it's like yeah as you say it's just it's not a surprise at all and you sort of feel like and i'm everything like why why are they resigning now they could have fucking resigned like back when checkers went out was announced because it was pretty much like the same thing i think that the thing that's got everyone pissed off it's got everyone really (laughs) pissed off paul it's the fucking irish backstop it's the fucking if we can't negotiate an agreement for ireland then the whole of the bloody uk stays in the customs fucking union and a part of England, well, Northern Ireland, will basically have rules that will be closer, more closely aligned to the EU 
than the rest of the country, creating a hilarious situation where you could regulatory arbitrage in your own country, which would be fun for people who had money <laughs> to do that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's uh, obviously ridiculous kind of situation that sort of, you know, even as a Remainer, I'm like, that is pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> it is weird. Did you, I saw it described as like the swimming pool model. It's... And like the rest, like the UK or the Great Britain rather is like the shallow end of the ECEU sort of rules. Yeah. And Northern Ireland is the deep end. So they're, they're under, yeah, yeah. As, as you say, sort of closer, closer ties. I thought that's, that's an I analogy. mean, that's just, yeah, that's that exactly. I can drown in a swimming pool. Ex- so I'm yeah, exactly. Or you could just be like, you know, if you piss in the swimming pool, you're just covered in it. Like, <laughs> like it's just sort of, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's not. It is obvious. Of course, it it still has the potential, I suppose, to deliver on what what is, you know, what is known as Brexit. But it, in the sense that mm-hmm. we could leave the customs union, but yeah. we would we would leave the customs union, like you know, and we would we would leave all of the good parts about it. And I think that that, for some reason, that aspect, the fact that we can't cherry pick. That aspect seems to have dawned on the Brexiteers in the last, um, you know, few days. <laughs> and yeah. they've all shat their pants and resigned. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's sort of like, uh, I mean, yeah, what did you think about, I mean, in terms of the agreement itself, I just remember thinking, she, she you know, the, this whole time she's been tasked with the impossible. And what people, what people have really got, you know, the Brexiteers were pissed off about is they, they feel like it's some sort of betrayal, don't they? Like, yeah that's like like they've been stabbed in the yeah, back you, there's a lot you know she she hasn't me. listened to us 17.2 million brexiteers in the face yeah exactly with a frozen shard of poo she... from a frenchman yeah exactly french poo knife and uh french poo knife in the face that's what this deal is made but it's kind of yeah it's... yeah so it's this betrayal of this like you know mandate that she sort of invented for herself which was to deliver this yeah. impossible thing which that's was the thing but she she said has like and i've heard lots of like oh and i did i did feel pangs of sympathy for her because it's a very difficult week she's had but but I then remembered she really is the architect of all yeah. of this. <laughs> yeah, she she spent she spent a, a fucking year saying that um, no deal is better than a bad deal. Yeah, no deal is better than a bad deal. Like just that repetitive, robotic, uh, incessant drumming in of that to get the you know just to make sure the fucking Daily Mail are happy. Yeah, it's and, just... uh, and all of these fucking tin pot fucking races. She she's painted herself like... into this corner, hasn't she? Yeah. Quite quite clearly, and. She, and and in exactly the same vein, it was her that that, that pushed through and triggered Article Fifty <laughs> just before the, anyone yeah. had even the smallest fucking clue. You None of this had to happen to now. This, this did not have to happen yeah. now. Yeah, literally, like there was no reason. Yeah, it's... and the only thing that makes you less angry at Theresa May is that you then remember that Jeremy Corbyn wanted to to fucking notify Article Fifty the day fucking after. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, Plus, it... one dumber cunt, and that's meant to be our opposition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I sort of, yeah, totally, you have to agree with that, because it's kind of, yeah, as you say, just as just at the stage when people were sort of like, fuck, this is going to be difficult, she's all like, um, I've just called Article 50, guys. You're like, whoa, 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 yeah. amazing, like, whoa, why, we're just... Why did you do that? We're just looking at it now, we're just, we've just got the books and that, like, what are you, like, she's like, now I've called it, you're like, what? Like, it's just, it's just sort of, <laughs> so unnecessary, <laughs> I just sort yeah. of... Yeah, it's like... You see her standing up there and you're like, oh, yeah. that's really bad. Theresa May shit herself. She's had to do that in 
in shitty trousers. She's That's really bad. A... But then you remember, hang on, yeah. why did she shit herself? T- you know, she just turns like she's, she's just completely her own situation. She just needs to be this a is... character who just turns up in like movies, just like fucking stuff up like that. You know, like some yeah. people are like, you know, like in a in a sort of like warship, but they're like fighting a battle, <laughs> and then like God. Theresa May just turns up and just like punctures a hole in the in the side of the ship, and it's just all like, <laughs> right, let's do it now. And they're like, why did why did you do that? Like, we didn't need you to do that. <laughs> You know, stop putting holes in the yeah, boundaries. Exactly. Like Bruce Willis, come on, is like let's get on with fighting it. all of Strong these and Russian terrorists, and she just comes on, and just shoot, shoots him in the knee. You know, he's like, "What did you, Maisie? You're such a ah." Oh. But like, but like, where I do feel for a bit is in that argument of the betrayal because it's just bollocks. Like, because it's like yeah, that's, it's they nonsense. sort of like say, "Oh yeah, you know what, what this has shown is that she just wasn't listening to us the whole way through," and you're kind of like, "Well." Yeah, but fair enough in a way. Because if at the start, you know, like, they were all, like, basically, look, as an absolute red line, we need to move the fucking Alps and relocate them to Watford. She would have been like, yeah, well, you know, we can't do that. So they'd be like, no, 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 no. The, the oh, people who voted for it, they voted to... People, yeah, people knew they, they were knew they were the voting to, to move Watford. the Alps to it was Watford. Clear. It was clear as crystal. They knew that. She'd be like, look, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll, I'll get on with it. And then, like, at the end of it, they were like, oh, my God, there's nothing... Nothing in here is talking about moving the Alps to fucking Watford. And you're like, yeah, but that, of course I didn't listen to you because you're talking complete yeah. a- a-hole nonsense. And it's like... Yeah, so I sort of sympathise with her in that way because... Yeah. Well, just because the den of cunts that she's got to deal with, like, you know, that's... You know, she's... a you know she's amongst them she's one of them but she's you know she's got to deal with a lot of them and that does yeah you know, i'm sympathetic to anyone who <laughs> had to got, deal with jacob reese mogg or <laughs> what about on their plane yeah reese mogg <laughs> i mean he was nedding dories or someone like that i mean they're just awful which is every single one well of let's them just let's get on awful. let's get on to that shall we so the next story yes. being yeah the, the tory resignations and yeah as you say the the den of shit really that is that was her cabinet i mean Oh um, start God. with Rab. I mean, yeah, he 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 went. Let's... He's you know, serious flaws, but I mean, he's got a point in a way. In the serious flaws, he, but... he does. But but he he knew what it was going to be. It couldn't have been a that big a surprise no, for him. No. He was the the fucking head of that particular department. Do you know what I mean? Like so. If it was that bad, why didn't he do this two weeks ago? Why didn't he say, look, this is going completely wrong. This isn't what we wanted. Resign then. Yep. And then if, you know, Reese Mogg and his little WhatsApp pals want oh. to get together and deliver their letters, they've got some time to fucking do it. Or and they still haven't got enough. So why... They haven't got their 48 yeah. or whatever it is they're going to get for the 1922 committee. Um <laughs> Yeah, Rab, you, you exactly. What, just like Davis, just like you know, what what, oh, what you know, he just yeah. just goes when shit gets real. Just goes when it looks like well, well, not when it looks like, but when the when the moment comes to deliver what yeah. is effectively bad news to people that had completely unrealistic expectations. But you know, so he and it's it's just such a chicken shit way, yeah. isn't it? Because it was his job to do this, yeah. and all he's done is not do his job. He's he's picked up where David Davis left off. He's not done fuck all. He's let Theresa May apparently do all of the the sort mm. of heavy lifting and, and what little negotiation there clearly wasn't. Yes, yeah. uh, and then the second it's like, well, the shit's going to hit the fan with this. Just quit, walk away, point the finger, and it's like, yeah, yeah, he's a fucking true Brexiteer. Yeah, well done, Proper well done, Dominic. Gammony cunt. <laughs> yeah, twat. <laughs> um, yeah, but then you had McVeigh oh. going, but then you had these sort of like, yeah, re- obviously Reese Mogg chirping at the sidelines, and then you have. Yeah. Um, these kind of like you had people like Amber Rudd, Michael Gove, and Penny Morden. I think Penny Morden might have resigned, but th- they were kind of like, mm. "We'll stay in the cabinet to try and make her change her mind. We'll make her understand she can renegotiate 
with the EU. Even though they've already said they won't renegotiate, we can tell her that we want to renegotiate and therefore we will renegotiate with ourselves if we have to. And you're just like, well... (laughs) That's going to help. Um, And Michael Gove turns up on the news in a hoodie and shorts and basically the baldest legs you have ever seen for an adult human. Very. Like, what's the matter with you, Michael? Even just stick someone else's hair on there. Get a 15-year-old, shave his legs. pins. (laughs) Fucking weirdo. Uh, But... But yeah, I mean, you know, they just... Yeah, it was... It's quite shameful. I sort of feel like... um, Mm. It, it, I was thinking, oh, is this just normal that this happened? But actually, no, it really doesn't that that many just, just flee the ship yeah, uh, like in, that, such a qu- a big, in such quick succession. What you normally deal. see is that a government, uh, a prime minister might have fired a bunch of people just to stay in government, you know what I mean? Yep. But what you don't see is people just resigning. Oh, no, bad enough. And, and what you've got to imagine is almost like, you know, for each of these people, they've effectively got like an organ of the civil service behind them you know like so mm. imagine if you're just you know just once shit got real at work your boss just was like right see you later <laughs> just like yeah, bye it. that's exactly what's happening <laughs> yeah, exactly. imagine if, if your boss just sat on his ass yeah. you know vaguely made a you know just sent a couple of emails saying everything shit like once a week yeah. did nothing and then as soon as shit at the fam was like right i'm out <laughs> see you guys uh, I'm Good just going to hang in the background for a little bit. I might be back, actually. And what I'll probably be doing is uh, end up being one of your mate's bosses in one of the other departments. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Fuckity bye. Oh, um, such, such cunts. Yeah. But let's oh. let's close on, shall we? Uh, what's, let's do let's, it. What, what's my, going on? My blood's are boiling. Well, speaking of boiling, um, you know, what's Ooh. going on in the States at the moment? In California, absolutely oh, fuck, you know, tragic. Wildfires it, that are sort of ripping through that state. It really is tragic, isn't it? I tell you the one thing that I, that I, I sort of think about this is is the fucking magnitude of mm. it is like a thousand people are missing. You know, there's what seventy or so confirmed dead. I mean, it's a huge thing. If you look at like the the footage of it, is is ridiculous. But against the backdrop of fucking Trump and Brexit mm. and fucking racist cunts and all the other bullshit. It sort of feels like the B story. It's a little bit you know like, I mean? like Earth, isn't it? If, if this, if this exact thing had happened like three years ago, there'd be fucking celebrity singles raising money for mm. it. There'd be, you know, I mean, it'd be such a big fucking drive. There'd be like channels just dedicated to yeah. to covering it. It would be like such a story, and it's how fucked up things are. Yeah, this. it's it's quite. So, oh, oh, that's going on. Yeah, and it's huge, but it's like it's not as huge as it should be you know it's a fucking if, it's real bad if you took a sort of snapshot of just world news right now right now just a, a snapshot of global yeah. news it would it would look a, a, a little bit apocalyptic wouldn't it like it's sort of like on the it verge really, of at least it really bit, would you know it? it's a bit kind of but yeah it would just be oh god like fascist like huge letters and nazi and big letters it's just like, like oh my god like if you just global warming stuck you know you took a snapshot of world news every every news story everywhere you know in the world and then you stuck it into one of those you know like the thing on iphone where it just like makes a kind of story out of like your pictures yes. and just did that yeah. Well, it would, yeah it would be an absolute sort of frightening it would be like <laughs> it would be like the opening to some sort of like you mad know, dystopian yeah. movie do you know what i mean like yeah this this is like the Mad Max fucking prequel that we live. Yeah, it's fucking. Oh god, it is like that, isn't but, it? You know, it's it's shocking what's going on out there. I mean, there's you know a thousand people or more sure is, are still yeah. missing. Um, but there's there's Damn. sort of various reasons for that. Because I think there's that. 
I mean, I don't know if they're all presumed. They're not all presumed sort of dead. It's it's like there's a kind of yeah, difficulty so. of tracking them down or something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Still, I mean, just just the fact that nearly a hundred people um, have already lost their lives is, is incredible, yeah. really. I mean, in, in and a, just like entire town, like, yeah, wiped out, wiped out. It's it's it's, it's insane, really. And and you know, if Trump rocks up like, and says wow, it's about fuck. it's about the forest management. And you're just like, mate, like, yes, but it's probably not <laughs> just about that. It's just, did you see his raking comment? His what comment? Raking. No. So, in the the light of this, this enormous tragedy we've already touched on, Donald Trump's speaking to the press. You know, and he just rambles. He just sort of goes on. You know, Where's this going? And he started telling this story about how he was in Paris last week missing uh visiting soldiers <laughs> yeah, yeah. graves because he's a cunt um but he said i was speaking to the speaking to the president of finland and finland's a, he told me is a forest nation nice. and they don't have any of these fires and the reason being is they rake the forests they rake the leaves in the forest and that's why finland doesn't have these massive forest fires yeah. and that's what california should have done that's definitely why finland given where it is <laughs> doesn't <laughs> it's fine well, can you believe that's the president what can of, you of say? the United States? What can and you again, say? And again, to go back, what can you say? Well, I tell you what the president, the, the prime minister of Finland, can say. I didn't have that conversation with Donald Trump. <laughs> he has no memory of it. He says it didn't oh, even God. happen. <laughs> he probably, what's what's bad is that he probably just spoke to some guy who told him he was <laughs> the prime minister of Finland, and like it was just and he should rake the. It forests. was just some guy. It was just some guy who was just in a suit there on that day. <laughs> It's just like gross. Oh well. Well, thanks, Donald, for that. That's the top stories this week. <laughs> On this day in history, Paul. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, now, last time was the fourteenth of October quite a long time ago <laughs> and the theme <laughs> was Remember the unbelievable well. yeah it's over a month uh was unbelievably boring people deciding to commemorate shit uh and the options were option number one was in 1946 boring people convened to decide the 14th of october would be world standards day celebrating the efforts of people working in the field of checking standards uh option number two was in 1965 boring people convened to decide the 14th of october should be world accounts day celebrating the efforts of people worldwide that, f- in, that work in the field of accounts uh, and option number three was in 1991 boring people convened to decide the 14th of October should be World Administration Day celebrating wor- the people a little uh, celebrating the world of people in the field of admin um, so I, I think I went for uh, I think I went for admin because I think they're the only ones who'd be organised enough to, to put to such get a it, thing to on get yeah, there. to get it together um, I think you did. Unfortunately, mate, the, the the answer is number one. It was it was standards. It's called ah, standards day. Bollocks. Right? Bollocks. You're not up to the standard, pal. <laughs> that is substandard. It's not from Australia, That's but it should is. be. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's World day? Standards Day. No other sort of interesting stuff about that because it is just that boring. Um, that wow. was the fourth into October. Just a fucking boring day. Um, <laughs> glad it's gone. Uh, today is the nineteenth of November, yeah. and the theme is the arrival onto the market of sugar-loaded but supposedly nutritious breakfast goodies. <laughs> Do you <remember laughs> the stuff you used to eat as a kid? It's nuts, isn't it? You just basically mental, it? <laughs> crack cocaine <laughs> with marshmallow pieces. <laughs> but awesome. What I would, what I would kill to eat that again. Um, 
Option number one is in, 19, in 1875, the Dutch breakfast treat Hegel, which is basically <laughs> just hundreds of thousands uh, like sugar, was first put on sale in Amsterdam. Hegel. Um, uh, uh Option number two is... Mm. Uh, oh, sorry, it's not, it's not two of Holland. It's <laughs> in 1950, the nutritious <laughs> cereal Cocoa Pops first went on sale in the US. Uh, and option number three... Uh, in 1965, the first Pop-Tart was created by Balderdash Whitby Kellogg. Uh, now, his name wasn't Balderdash Whitby, but I just thought that would be fun. <laughs> then it's so certainly the options there were... <laughs> yeah, the options there were not 1875, uh, Hegel, Hegel. The Dutch Breakfast Treats, <laughs> Hegel. 1950, uh, Go-Go Bops, or, or 1965, Pop-Tarts. What do you oh, reckon, Paul? Jesus. Hegel, do they have... They have milk with that. Is that a wow. You put it on like toast um, and sort of like croissants and stuff, just like you know. Oh, well, I was thinking just like and a bowl dark, of they, hundreds sort of... and thousands with milk poured on. No, it's like a sort of sprinkles, you know, just a sprinkle, sprinkle them on the toast. Oh, uh, lovely. Then uh, lovely if you really sprinkles. want to be a bit sexy, you pour like some syrup on top of it. It's fucking disgusting, <laughs> you know, like so much sugar. Pour oh, some insane. syrup on top of it. In and then maybe an egg, <laughs> <laughs> a poached egg, <laughs> poached egg, and, uh, you know it's... some uh, raw mackerel, you know a bit of white fish, <laughs> just something sexy. <laughs> a very, very sexy <laughs> but no, it's not. But yeah, so that's uh, Shagel. Try it. Shagel, uh, <laughs> good. And the other one. So that's eighteen seventy-five, uh, nineteen fifty. Cocoa pops. Everyone's favourite. Cocoa favorite. pops. Yeah. Um, cool. 1965, Bob Dutch. The Bob, the Bob Dutch. I think I'm going to take a. I'm going to take a dive, and I think I'm going to go for uh, cocoa pops because uh, I'd rather have a bowl of cocoa pops. So I yeah. turn the milk chocolatey. So oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> why not? Um, Paul goes for cocoa pops. Answers next time. Ooh. Moss Report. Right, this week on that's, the uh, oh yeah, <laughs> this week on the old Moss Report. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, this week on the old Moss Report. Now, I naturally wanted to talk about Brexit. I wanted it to be a light-hearted angle that I could poke some fun at, so we could all chuckle merrily at the folly of Westminster, tralala, and tee hee hee, guffaws and good times. But I love a guffaw. I love a guffaw, but what to write about in particular to get the most chuckles out of my little three-minute Moss Report? First, I thought we could talk about the failure of Reese Mogg's WhatsApp pals failing to get the letters required to force May into a no-confidence vote. Um, but after just a couple of minutes of thinking about how these clueless morons have placed the country in such needless peril, I found myself in a seething rage. There was no comedy left. Not this week. Not to discuss these ridiculous millionaire cretins who've lied to the UK and treated its people with such disregard and damned us all to a fate they're all too rich to worry about. So no, not a Moss Report worthy chucklesome story in that one this week. So then I thought I'd have a look at the opposition. 
poke a little fun at the Corbo maniacs and the ludicrous oh, way right. in which the man who is supposed to care solely about the betterment of the working classes is going to make us all considerably poorer by backing this ridiculous batshit Brexit bollocks. And not just back Brexit, but go full on hard dick for hard Brexit. And after a couple of minutes of thinking about this bearded allotment botherer, his clear lack of intelligence and his unrelenting commitment to faux Marxist ideologies which drive his fucking love of seeing the European project fail, despite the millions it will negatively affect and potentially kill while well, Orobai was so angry that blood was literally pouring out of my eyes and I was punching my laptop screen Whoa. so no that was not a chucklesome light-hearted story worthy of a muscle absolutely report. not absolutely, absolutely not. not but it did get me thinking and I thought wow I've never felt such anger before I was literally shaking and I wondered or if I wondered if any other group of people um, in this fine country of ours had ever been that angry and if they did how did they cope with it and then of course it hit me there is a group of people aren't there there's a group of them who are always angry they're seething constantly red in the face with rage and bitterness and also they're never without fail ever ever funny and of course i'm talking about brexiteers Brexit Wee. Brexiteers have been angry all of our lives. But I wanted to know yeah. why. What had caused such apocalyptic anger? Where did this hatred of all things EU come from? I mean, seriously, what did the EU do to them to get them so angry that it's caused me to be so angry as a, as a result of their actions? Um, so angry. Well, this week, Rob, I've got, I've got the answer. Um, I found uh, a little blog post by a lovely chap. Um, I'll tell you his name in a moment because I can't remember it. And uh, he's posted <laughs> just a small section of stories that have appeared in UK uh, national daily newspapers over the last sort of 10 years or so about the EU. Um, and I thought we could have a look at some of them and see what's, what's, what's got people so angry. But the thing to just bear in mind with all of these stories, uh, are every single one of them has been proven to be, as uh, what the president would call, fake news. So they're all... Totally fake. Demonstrably false. Um, the shit of an adult bull, if you will. That's it. Should we have a quick look? So the lad, this this is a, a blog by a lad called Tom Pride. I don't know who he is. He might be a prick. But this is is good by him. So <laughs> <laughs> well done. You never on the internet, do you? Just because he's got an internet page. I don't know who he is. Yeah. But this is a lovely story. So I'm just going to read out. And there's, there's about 100 here. And some of them are, are fucking brilliant. So EU bans boozing from the Daily Star. Light, oh light ale forced to change its name by Eurocrats in the Daily Mail. Targeting light ale. That was naturally going to get <laughs> Middle England yeah. angry. Curve, what the fuck? Curve bananas banned by Brussels. Famous, obviously. Oh, God. This, Everyone's this is a great one. Brussels bans barmaids from showing cleavage. That was covered <laughs> Put your in the sun away. of the Telegraph. Rumpole's wig to be scrapped by EU. Church bells <laughs> silenced by fear of EU law. Brussels threatened oh charity shops and car boot sales. British cheese faces extinction under EU rules. EU, EU meddlers <laughs> ban kids on milk crowns. What the fuck is a milk crown? <laughs> why are kids on milk? What is kids on milk crowns? What do they mean? What is that? Delivering milk. Um, why? Where are kids delivering milk in England? What? In not Victorian England. The EU should <laughs> be <laughs> banning that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> EU bans children from setting their faces on fire. Why are they... How dare you? Condom dimensions to be harmonised. EU wants to ban your photos of the London Eye. Corgis to be what? banned by EU. That was in a Daily Mail. 
Smoky bacon crisps face EU ban. EU outlaws well, I mean, teeth whitening products. There's hundreds of these. But they've literally never... I don't think they've banned anything. Never. I can't think of anything they've EU banned. EU bans milk... EU bans pit mince pies. Me? <laughs> what the hell? The, EU to ban lollipops ladies sticks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Taking the shaft. What? That, so they would just hold, like, the... the you know, like, the lolly... The lolly. <laughs> like, you can't have a lollipop. Just, you now have to use the lolly yeah. It's <laughs> Just have to hold it and, uh, you know, you can start to rotate it uh, to get people's attention. <laughs> it's fine. Brussels bans yeah. on pints of shandy. It's just imagine that well, there's I a mean, whole... That yeah. generation, you know, the, the, the gammon generation who we do, you know, criticise routinely and fairly. Yeah. They've had this just... <laughs> dripped into their brain but, since about 1992 it's no wonder they were went fucking insane but then it's also yeah no wonder people perhaps don't have too much sympathy yeah for them because how like, they would have gone and like been like read a story that said eu banning shandy and then the very next day they would have gone to a pub and like do you know what i'm gonna get a shandy <laughs> oi terry can you give us a shandy please and you'd have been like yeah just right. imagine though like there's one new new eggs cannot be called eggs what the fuck is that but yeah. someone's been yeah. angry all day about that Someone has just wolfed down like a dozen boiled eggs. Just repeatedly saying, eggs, eggs. Egg, egg, oh, egg, I'm not calling it enough. Egg, egg. Get out, Brussels. Eggs, eggs. Get out. EU forcing cows to wear nappies. <laughs> like, cods to be renamed Gaddis. Kilts to be branded women's wear. EU to ban church bells. It's... They go on and on. This site is amazing. And there's links <laughs> oh, to all of the stories well, as well. We tweet it out. We'll tweet uh, it out on the... Uh twitter page we will we page. will and well done um, tom pride i hope the rest of your work doesn't make you a big cunt and i've promoted you yeah. i hope you're safe so oh, uh, <laughs> moss reports a go go moss reports done What happened next, Paul? Um, or what happened? What happens? Take your pick, really. Um, two questions for you this week. Um, first is a clip, and the, and the theme is kind of radio. It's just radio, just like radio shows. And uh, the first one's actually from Australia. It's a radio phone-in show. Um, in what appears to be a competition about uh, the band ACDC, um so oh and apologies for the sound quality, it's a bit sort of tinny, but uh yeah, so take a listen for what happens next. Just a little joke there, Mark. Yes, I know. How are you going? Not too foul. Now listen, Mark, are you an A C fan? Yes. Do you have a motorcycle license? No, but I'll get one if I win it. <laughs> okay. Well, when I, I'm going to win it. You're, You're going to win it. Gonna win. I like that confidence. Yeah, well, okay, we've got to ask you a question, mate, before we can put you in the barrel. Yeah. Okay, spell ACDC. So, well, <laughs> did you hear the question, Paul? I did, yeah. So, and I love that guy. Have you got yeah, a, motor- so have you got a motorcycle license? Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to give one if he's I win the He's going to bloody win it. And he's asked, pretty easy question to be fair. Spell ACDC. What happens next, mate? He's uh, he's got to spell it wrong. Surely that's is I'm go, it's going to have to go with the obvious answer. Hopefully it's something I don't know. Maybe it's something different. And uh, I mean, what, the, do, what do you think he explodes. spells it as? What do you think he spells it as? I just, I, he's just a thick bloke, and he gets them in the wrong order or something. B C D A or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but, 
I'll, something garbled. I think some garbled mix. That's of the very close. I'll give you a point. Oh, I've got that. So let's take a listen, shall we? You're gonna win. You're gonna win. I like that confidence. Yeah. Well, okay, we've got to ask you a question, mate, before we can put you in the barrel. Yeah. Okay. Spell A C D C. A D. <laughs> Do you believe this? AC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but can you believe this? Can you fucking believe this? Can you fucking Do you get this? <laughs> so, What's this guy? What the fuck is, is this, this guy? fucking clown? <laughs> so, yes, you're right. He spells. He spells ACDC wrong, which is a real oh. shame because uh, it seemed like the competition was to win a motorbike. So yeah, win a mo- real shame. Um, oh. So, uh, so that's. <laughs> that's that poor guy the next the next clip um, mm. and the last clip unfortunately is from BBC Radio Sheffield and uh, oh, it nice. features the presenter reading out an email oh, what lovely. happens next Paul and if any of your listeners can help me try to acquire, acquire a copy of the cult classic one in the pink <laughs> what happens next now I feel you might know the answer to this because it's kind <laughs> of coming up all over the place on the, on the actual audio file which is really fucking annoying <laughs> But do you know the answer? <laughs> did you see the answer? I, I didn't, but I say so he's one in the pink, and one I believe in the pink. I believe the second half to that popular uh, idiom or, or phrase. And I saw this on an episode of Catchphrase once. Is it is it two in the stink? It's or, it's uh, very close. I'll give you half a point for that. <laughs> uh, let's take listen to the answer, <laughs> shall we? Cult classic. One in the pink, one in the stink. Thanks, Roni. Great show. Extraordinary. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. <laughs> so, How extraordinary. Sorry, half a point for that because the answer was one in the pink. Look, some guy has, asked, has an email in asking uh, the presenter to see if anyone had a copy of one in the pink. One in the one stink. In the stink. Oh, I was close. That's close. Very close. So half a point. One, one stink too many. Yeah, it was well, yeah, exactly just one stink too many. But one and We've a half out there. of two, Paul. Excellent That's going. my best ever. That's got to be. And there, in literally only only two thirds of the regular questions. Absolutely. I've managed, if we'd have done, if there were three this week, holy shit, could have been. Could have been. We would have hashtag broken the internet. Quite broken. frankly, <laughs> yeah. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> tens of people would. Have been. <laughs> um, shit, but, we are trending. Yeah. In the, in the, Ash Aldershot area. Ash areas. Um, bring macro Twitter. <laughs> oh dear. Well, that brings what's up. What happens next uh, to a close, and it also brings this week's Ooh. show to a close. So thanks for listening. Thanks. Um, yeah. Tr- uh, follow us lot. on Twitter. Follow us on yep. SoundCloud. Um, follow us on Facebook as well. Yeah. Uh, Mossy will tweet out that link, won't you, Mossy? Yes, definitely um, will. Tom Pride. Tom something, Pride. I think we don't. Like we, we don't. We hold. We, we hold no responsibility. Yeah, for if, what he if, is actually like. If I get like a bunch of people, like well, actually, there was this stuff he wrote about Nazis. Nazis, right? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know. Didn't, didn't know. Right. Just, just um, one. One. Yeah. <laughs> but but enjoy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> whatever it happens. Uh, and we'll hopefully catch you next time. Sada. Sada.